Hey, it's America's Supermom. Thank you for joining me on my podcast. This series is the Corona Chronicles. I created this so that we would have an outlet of positivity in the midst of a lot of negativity. You know what I'm talking about. All the news, the fear around this virus, um, how it can affect us, um, what the new normal is looking like, and how so many things have changed that a lot of people feel like um, it is the end of the world, so to speak. So this podcast was created so that those of us who have hope, who are willing to move forward with this new normal and uh, innovate new things that will help us to be creative and positive, that is what this platform is for, for us to come together and share that positivity and that light with those who may need it. So if you're interested in sharing your insight, please reach out because we can never have enough positive news. So sit back and enjoy the show. I am really excited to have you guys join me today. Um, I have a guest by the name of Leslie Warren, and we met organically over Facebook. So we haven't met in person. This is our first time communicating. So I'm really excited to dive into um, her insights and things that she could offer us during this time. A lot of us are still sheltered in place and, um, you know, this pandemic has really caused us to prioritize and put some real uh, decisions in perspective, you know, and uh, look at our mindsets and where we're actually headed, you know, after things kind of go back to some state of normalcy. So I'm really excited to have her today. And at this time, I'm going to give her the opportunity to introduce herself and let us know a little bit more about her. Wow. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> so, um, yes, my name is Leslie Warren, and I am a fitness professional up here in northern Florida um, in Tallahassee. Um, my my J-O-B, if you will, is to teach fitness um, through formats like Zumba, um, Alignment Essentials, do, to do personal training also. Um, I like to work with women who are 40 plus uh, and help them tap back into their their physical strength, their their inner strength, um, because there, there really is a correlation when you feel physically strong, your mind also follows suit. And from there, a lot of things can change and improve. And um, I also work with seniors in assisted living in memory care facilities Oh my goodness. And um, that's what I do professionally. On the non-professional front, I spend a lot of time volunteering um, to different organizations on boards. And I'm just a lover of diving deep within on the inside. And, um, you know, kind of, I have a, a mentor, Alicia Berry, who talks about the frontier on the inside. And mm. I'm big into the frontier on the inside, especially now during COVID. So true. Now, so you mentioned something about working with seniors. So talk to everybody about how, you know, with this pandemic, you know, if you've had to modify some things or 
you know, what that landscape looks like now that, um, you know, we're undergoing this situation and what you kind of foresee it looking like afterwards? Yes, this has definitely, it has definitely changed um, and forced me to pivot, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, my classes were done primarily in person. Um, mm. And so with this um, COVID virus, um, it has forced a lot of my classes to stop and mm. I'm working facilities and we're trying to pivot. And ironically, um, you know, intuition had kind of tapped me on the shoulder and said before this whole thing blew up, so, so to speak, um, you know, you might want to look at transitioning a lot of your classes to virtual classes, mm-hmm. which I think is very fascinating that before it all got big, intuition was kind of tapping me on the shoulder and saying, transition, transition. So that is actually what I'm in the process of doing right now with my facilities is finding a way to get the format to the residents in a virtual form. Um, Mm -hmm. The challenge is the technology on their end um, Mm. because many of the residents, they're, they're not necessarily coming out of their rooms and so how do we get this on everyone's tv in their room mm-hmm. that possibility um do we allow them to come out into the, the community areas for more than just meals if they're even coming out it varies from from you know facility to facility so mm. trying to find a way to to pivot my previous um delivery method to the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that business is, is changing and morphing. The, the other classes that I had, they're finding more luck with the visual, excuse me, the virtual transition. Um, mm-hmm. People are able to either um, watch virtually through their laptop, through their phone, through their um, television set. So that pivot mm-hmm. is easier. But the challenge mm-hmm. with the pivot with the seniors is a bit more challenging, but I'm not giving up because you know uh-huh. that's a population that I, I have a very deep affinity for. I grew up in a family and a culture where your elders are very much respected uh-huh. um, and you see value in right. age, in being elderly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love that. And, you know, so... One of the questions that comes to my mind is um, how that would transition, even if you were able to get in each room, um, the, I don't know, what's the word I want to say, how engaged they may be. Because it seems like, you know, when you are um, with the elderly, a lot of the energy comes from being in person, you know, in terms of motivating them, you know, so I was wondering your thoughts on that. It's, it's the magical thing about technology. I don't Mm -hmm. know. And I don't know why, but it can translate through. Um, Mm -hmm. I am a, when I'm teaching, I'm a very high energy person, even when I'm teaching seniors, um, there's still a lot of energy and mm-hmm. it's the miracle of the universe is it does translate through. 
they can feel it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think maybe that's one of my superpowers. Yeah. My enthusiasm, actually, I I would say yes. My enthusiasm Mm -hmm. is one of my super superpowers. I I will. So true. And it does translate through virtually. And I was a little skeptical about it at first when I Mm -hmm. looked into working virtually, um, primarily through uh, doing um, either group personal training or one-on-one personal training. And I was pleasantly surprised to discover that, yes, even though I may be here in Florida and my client may be in, I don't know, Alaska or Saskatchewan, Mm -hmm. no matter where they are and where I am, when you're doing that one-on-one training, it is actually, I find the client benefits a little bit more because they are in a situation where they're forced to be more in touch with their body and how it's moving. And neither one of us can use the crutch of me being there physically and then with my hands, you know, moving them into the correct position. They have to find it for themselves. Mm. They find it, I absolutely can see it visually. You know, um, you know what you're looking for when your client is using the correct form. You can absolutely see it and you can absolutely Mm -hmm. see when they are not. So for the client, they benefit from the virtual training by being more in touch with their body. And I benefit as an instructor because I get to use verbal cues. Mm -hmm. It forces me to to be more creative and more inventive to give them the cues verbally that they need to put their body physically in the right place. Um, When it translates to those group classes, you know, with the seniors, Mm-hmm. I again I don't know it it is truly it's the miracle of the universe but awesome. my enthusiasm it does translate through and depending on which um platform that we're using for the virtual class sometimes I can see them and they can see me for example if I'm using Zoom I mm-hmm. have the ability to see what they're doing in the room and they can see me and really does make it just not the same but it makes it really really great and they can feel Mm -hmm. and my love for them that's awesome now so you um the enthusiasm energy is one of your superpowers so during this time there's a lot of people that that is like some foreign language okay (laughs) (laughs) they are gloom and doom can't think of nothing positive you know no energy so what is it that you do or what would you recommend people do to kind of begin that journey of having that energy and being in a place of um, positivity you know, even for me with my superpower, sometimes the the blues hit me too. So my number one recommendation to everybody at this time is you must move your body in some way, shape, or fashion. It doesn't matter what you do, but you've got to move. And there is scientific proof of what I'm talking about. Whenever your body is in motion, whether it's running on a treadmill, taking a class, 
taking a stroll through the neighborhood, going to the park. Whenever your body is in motion, your body is releasing um, endorphins, serotonin, and um, other um, hormones that they refer to as um, BDNF, brain-derived neurotropic um, factors. And this is basically your brain's happy cocktail. These are all the different um, hormones that elevate your mood and make you feel good. I mean, literally, that's what it is. It is a happy pill. It is your brain natural Prozac, if you will. And mm-hmm. It doesn't take a lot of activity for this uh, BDNF to be produced by your body. Something as simple as going outside and taking a walk around the block can start producing mm-hmm. BDNF. Um, if you are, if you literally cannot walk outside, you know, maybe you're in an urban environment and you're truly um, in home, you can do something as simple as marching in place. You can do something as simple as jumping rope. Many people don't have jump ropes. So you can pretend that you've got a jump rope and you can still circle your arms around your body like you're jumping. Mm. And you can just lift your feet up. You don't have to jump if, you know, for example, you may have knee issues. You can just lift your feet mm-hmm. and swing your arms as if you're swinging a jump rope. If lifting your feet mm-hmm. is too much, you can just lift your heels and kind of bounce on your toes. That's minimally mm-hmm. impactful on your knees if you've got joint issues. And doing that for literally two or three minutes, it starts BDNF. So simple things, just any kind of movement, get the vacuum out and vacuum. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Any type of movement, no matter how small, we'll start creating BDNF. And that's really, really important. Um, The other thing that I would recommend for, you know, elevating your mood is, and it's the same thing I just said, (laughs) a little tweet, is get outside because When you're outside, your body will produce vitamin D and and we need that. Most people are deficient because we don't get outside like we used to back in the day and Mm -hmm. have time outside. So again, get outside on your porch, on your balcony, on your stoop. If you can't do that, open the window, lift Mm -hmm. the shade. And allow the sun to come in through the window and just sit there. Mm-hmm. 15, mm-hmm. 20 minutes, read a book, just do something so that the sunlight can get to your skin and allow your skin to do its job of creating vitamin D. Those two things really will help improve your mood. The sunlight, yes, for the, the benefits of creating vitamin D for your body, but they're also finding that just sunlight helps elevate your mood. And then, of course, the actual physical movement, no matter what it is, turn the radio up and dance. Mm-hmm. Doing that and mm-hmm. dance like nobody's watching, because guess what? No one's watching. <laughs> right. Isn't that right? <laughs> so you can do your best <laughs> dance moves right there <laughs> in the living room, in your bedroom, wherever. Dance like nobody's watching, because no one is watching. I and even if they were, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, because it's all about you and just having fun. I love that. I love that. So that is so great. Now, so for people who are, um, you know, you're in a position where you have to pivot and transition within your industry. So somebody else, they may not be in fitness, but 
just kind of walking them through your experience, what advice would you give them with having the transition? You know, because this is something you're experiencing now. What are some tips or pointers that you could give them in order to move forward in a more positive mindset? Um, one of the first things that I would suggest that you do is if you um, are part of a professional community, mm-hmm. reach out to, um, let me rephrase that, professional uh, organization community within your, an organization within your professional community, reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone mm-hmm. has had to pivot right now. And so mm-hmm. a lot of what I've noticed within my industry, at least, is a lot of the organizations are reaching out to their followers, to the people who are in them, and talking about the things that are going on and how we need to pivot as a community. So if you're in a professional Mm -hmm. organization, reach out to them. Because they probably have been um, posting uh, information or making information available to the membership. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Great. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, yeah. If you are not part of a professional organization, I would suggest that if you're a woman, for example, there are wonderful networking organizations. I am a member of one. It's called WPN Women's Prosperity Network. They have been amazing mm-hmm. and they have been producing nonstop different content mm-hmm. memberships that will allow them to assess the situation that they're in and pivot no matter what your industry is. So um, joining an organization, if you're not a member of one right now is a wonderful thing to do mm-hmm. because the flip side of that is not only will they be able to support you professionally a lot because mm-hmm. the membership is close, like WPN, Women's Prosperity Network, they will support you personally too. Mm. You make friendships that mm. are um, that have no borders. So you, you mm-hmm. may make a friend with someone in the UK. Um, you may connect with them on mm-hmm. some level when you're watching a, a webinar and can not only mm-hmm. find people who you can network with professionally, but you can also find people that you can network with personally who can be a support system. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of number three that I was going to go on to build your personal network, your personal network. Mm-hmm. Love that. Those are some great, great tips. Now, um, you know, as someone who's fit, You know, what advice would you give us on um, what we should be eating? Because a lot of people, you know, they are, you know, watching movies, eating candy and popcorn, you know, I mean, the whole gamut, eating late at night, going to sleep. So what would you recommend people begin to gradually start doing? Because I know a lot of people have these... um, high goals of, you know, tomorrow, I'm just going to get back on track. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? (laughs) We need to be realistic. So what are some healthy snacks or some certain things about our eating habits that we should be mindful of while we're sheltering? All right. So I'm going to ask everybody who's ready to 
jump on the bandwagon and go full throttle on this. I'm going to ask you to, I'm not going to say curb your enthusiasm or bring it down a notch, but I am ask you to mm-hmm. pivot it in a slightly different direction. Cause mm-hmm. I want you to take all that enthusiasm, all that energy and set yourself up for success. I'll make a couple of mm-hmm. suggestions that might seem random, but they all work together mm-hmm. to get you where you want to be. The first thing that I'm going to okay. ask people to do right now in this situation is drum roll, please. Brum, thing oh, is know. I'm going to ask you to step back and evaluate your morning routine. Because if you don't have one, this is the perfect time to create one and start um, setting up one and, and using it in your, your, your daily routine. What do I mean when I say a morning routine? Take time to set your day up for success. So for example, some morning routines may involve waking up in the morning, make your bed. Some people like to do that first thing because that gives them a win straight out of the gate. Once they make their bed, they may go sit to the side um, and meditate or be prayerful. They might grab a journal and write down what they dreamed about or what they like to achieve during the day, but take a little bit of time and be mindful. The next thing they might do is they might go and do that little jump rope exercise that I told you about physical Mm -hmm. for five minutes just to get those BDNFs, brain-derived neurotropic factors flowing and pumping in their body. Mm -hmm. Again, small step to get them set up for success. Mm -hmm. Then they may go ahead and decide, all right, let me make my breakfast, take my shower and all those other things. But take time in the morning to give yourself some time first. Just five to 10 minutes. Some people have longer routines. Mine takes about an hour and a half, but I'm doing several things. But take some time to create a morning routine. Um, I'd like to suggest several um, resources for them. Robin Sharma is a wonderful uh, transformational leadership um, teacher. And he has a great book about um, morning routines called the 5 a.m. Club. There's a gentleman named Hal Elrod. He has a wonderful take Mm -hmm. on morning routines. There's also um, Mel Robbins. She has this great rule called the five second rule. And she's got great input about morning routines. And then one of my favorite resources, Mind Valley. CEO is named, um, oh, why am I going blank? Because I have the biggest crush on him. (laughs) Vishen Lakiani. He's a brilliant Mm -hmm. um, transformational leader and they've got some great content about morning routines um, that they do in concert with um, a gentleman named Jim Quick. So you can Google all these people, you can Google morning routines, but make a morning routine. If you've made a morning routine, the next thing that I would suggest is for you to be mindful of what you're eating and drinking because a lot of times we do something, I call it free range grazing, <laughs> where you wash and mm-hmm. eat all day. And it's not really that you're hungry. It's that you're thirsty. There are six mm-hmm. different kinds of hunger as chronicled by the nutrition anthropologist, Eric Edmeads. And one of them is thirst. So a lot of times mm-hmm. people are eating when they're actually thirsty. And biologically mm-hmm. speaking, 
before we had cups and things like that to drink from, we ate to take care of our body's need for water. Sometimes, folks, you're actually thirsty instead of really being hungry. So first thing out of the gate, when you're doing your morning routine, have eight ounces of water. Dehydrate during the evening when we sleep. This allows us to hydrate again, get our brain hydrated, get our body hydrated, and really shoot for drinking a lot of water. You know, the old adage was six to eight glasses of water a day. You guys remember that? The same is still yeah. true. Um, it's been modified a little bit. And what most people recommend is to drink half of your body weight in ounces. So if you are, say, if you weigh 160 pounds, half of that would be 80 ounces of water, which sounds like a lot, but it really isn't. Okay. I'm going to ask you, don't shoot for 80 ounces first thing out of the gate. Aim for drinking two glasses because most people don't drink water. So just aim for maybe a glass in the morning and a glass in the afternoon. Everybody can do that. And then just gradually try and increase that by small increments, just like a glass every couple of days. Again, keep it simple, simple. Mm -hmm. Set yourself up for success. Make it so easy that you can't not do it. When it comes to your food, again, don't skip meals. It's really easy right now to skip meals. Try and make sure that you eat your breakfast, lunch, and dinner if you're finding yourself in a slump and you can't get out of bed and you're finally rolling out at maybe 12 or 11 or something like that. Try and eat meals. Mm -hmm. um, one of the best suggestions that I had um, was try and eat small meals, which can be a transition for most folks. So if you're used to eating really big meals, stick with your really big meals. So throw in some small snacks in between them and then try and transition gradually to eating a slightly smaller meals, slightly bigger snacks until you find yourself eating mm -hmm. kind of a, a smallish meal, but many of them throughout the day. Um, and then the last thing okay. I'm going to throw in there, make yourself a smoothie, get some fresh vegetables, get some fresh fruits. And if you want to give it an extra nutritional boost, throw in a protein powder of your choice. And a protein smoothie is a great way to start the day, especially if you're throwing in some veggies and some fruits, because you could literally in that one smoothie, get half to three quarters of all the fruits and vegetables that you need in the course of the day, right there in the morning. Okay. I hope I've answered your question. That's great. Yeah, that was perfect because, you know, that's what I said. A lot of people, you know, it makes a lot of sense to kind yeah. of know where you're going, where that roadmap is a lot clearer because for some people who have not been disciplined or mm -hmm. whatever the case may be about their eating and, you know, even their exercise or just the mindset mm -hmm. about being fit, you know, we tackle things that are unrealistic because that's not something right. we've been focusing on. So it's so likely that you make these goals that are really unattainable. And after a day right. or so, you're burnt out because you right. try to do something that right. just didn't make any yes. sense. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's, that's kind of where that whole, <laughs> it sounds like it's left field, but start with your morning routine 
And if fitness is one of those things that you're really mm-hmm. wanting to achieve, then just spend a little bit of time thinking about, you know, what am I going to do today? Um, maybe I'm going to focus on just do that five or 10 minutes in the morning to get my body moving and get that BDNF pumping through my veins. I've had a glass of water. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're already right there. You've already got two wins as it pertains to your mm-hmm. fitness. Um, then maybe you'll go ahead and make that smoothie. Mm-hmm. Now you've got three. And acknowledge those tiny wins. That's really important. You don't have to acknowledge, you know, I ran a marathon today. No, you don't build right. <laughs> on huge things out of nowhere. You have to lay those foundations. And the foundations mm-hmm. consist of tiny wins, little things that you do, those little atomic habits, those small habits mm-hmm. that you do on a daily basis that set yourself for um, success that give you wins that create momentum so that you can uh, keep doing those behaviors and those activities that are going to support you in that end goal. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. And then lastly, I guess what I would ask is, you know, what are some healthy snacks? Because a lot of people think, oh, well, I just had a <laughs> bag of chips or, you know, popcorn you know, and they want to modify some of those snacks and make them healthy. But if you haven't been eating healthy snacks, you know, you may think, oh, I'm going to get some chips instead Mm -hmm. of a piece of cake. But what would be some healthy snacks that we should talk about? So I'm going to give you two answers to this. All right. Direct the the first answer directly. What are some healthy snacks? Some healthy snacks include things like nuts, almonds, cashews, even peanuts can be a healthy snack because peanuts can be better than eating a cake. All right. Fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. So get some apples, oranges, um, any of the grapes. It's summer's coming. So there's going to be a lot of really delicious fresh produce out there. Popcorn is actually a really good snack if it's not coated with all those flavorings and a lot of butter or a lot of oil. So you can go to the grocery store and just get um, plain popcorn. Um, If you're going to have to have chips, you can go for baked chips. And here's the second part of the answer. You got to have chips, baby steps. Mm -hmm. Instead of the full oil chips, switch over to baked chips. All right. It's still a chip to satisfy that crunching and that flavor, but it's a little healthier. All right. If you really like crunchy stuff, mm-hmm. pretzels. Mm-hmm. Pretzels are a great chip. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go for veggie chips, I love those. Um, and again, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. full fat baked in oil or cooked in oil potato chip. It's a step in the right direction. If you're eating snacks that are less than healthy, I'm going to ask you to, I'm going to suggest that If you just can't give them up right now, it's just too big a leap. Instead of eating the whole bag, Mm -hmm. take that bag, get some little Ziploc bags and make portions of them. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier and Mm -hmm. keep pulling chips out of that one bag. And before you know it, the bag is gone. But if Mm -hmm. you made them, you know, take that one bag of Lay's and now they're 10 small bags, you actually have to get up and get the second or the third or the fourth 
And subconsciously, you're a little right. more mindful if you're getting up to get them or if you're clever enough to think, okay, well, let me go ahead and grab five of these little baggies. <laughs> you're still, there's subconsciously, you still know that you're eating five. That number pops up on a subconscious right. level. So if you're wanting to make that change in your mind, you know that you've had small, five small bags, five bags, that number five is popping up and it makes it a little easier for you to step back and maybe do three next time or two next time. Right. So I've given you some suggestions for healthy snacks, giving you some suggestions for transitional snacks. If you just can't put the snack down, that's cool. I get it. And I'm not one to ask you to make a huge leap, jump across the Grand Canyon, but everybody can take that bag of chips mm -hmm. and make it into small portions. Everyone can take that cake and go ahead and cut mm -hmm. it into, you know, eight or 10 pieces, whatever size the cake is. And then just eat a small portion because mm. in the end, it's all about portion control mm -hmm. anyway. Mm -hmm. So How's that, mm -hmm. that helpful, you think? So good. That is some, and I'm, yes, that is some great insight because I mean, I love your approach yeah. with being, you know, realistic. Like I said, you know, everybody has this mindset, hey, I'm doing it tomorrow. And, you know, it's that repetition of feeling like you're not yeah. measuring up to that goal that puts you in the frame of mind exactly. thinking, well, it doesn't matter. You know, I give up yes, on it completely. Yes. And that you see what I'm saying? Failure. And I want mm -hmm. to for success. So mm -hmm. if you love potato chips and I, mm -hmm. I can't give up chips during COVID. Okay, cool. I'm not going to ask you to. All I am going to ask you to do is mm -hmm. put them in portions. And just put it in the mm -hmm. back of your mind for when you that, are that, ready to make that step. That you can cut back mm -hmm. and just eat those small bags and maybe just two or mm -hmm. three instead of seven or eight. I'm going to also interject here, drink your water, friends, drink your water. And it's better if you can drink it without those little additives, the, the I forget what it's called now. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the little a crystallite. Mm -hmm. type better if you can drink yeah. it without, mm -hmm. but if you need it in the beginning, I'd rather you drink it with crystallite and all those flavors because you're still getting water mm -hmm. and then gradually wean yourself mm -hmm. off of that flavored um, flavor that you're adding. Keep it simple. Mm -hmm. I don't like keep it simple, stupid, because mm -hmm. you're not stupid. I'd rather keep it simple, simple. Right. Keep it simple. It's so nice right. we say it twice. Like that. Keep it simple, simple. You know? Simple, I love simple. that. <laughs> keep it simple, simple. You know? That's good. All right. Well, this has just been wonderful. I really enjoy all the insight. I love your approach with um, just the realistic, you know, approach. That sets people up for success, knowing the truth and the realness to uh, the advice you. that you're giving. So that's outstanding. Now, what's the best way for So if you to want to um, contact me directly, um, email is great. Fitness with Leslie, F-I-T-N-E-S-S-W-I-T-H-L-E-S-L-I-E. Fitness with Leslie at gmail.com. And um, I'm actually changing up my uh, website. So the website is going to be okay. thephoenixfitness.com. And that's T-H-E-P-H-O-E. 
N-I-X-F-I-T-N-E-S-S, thephoenixfitness.com. And I hope to have that up soon. Um, I would like to uh, invite you all to check it out because when it is live, I'm going to have some great freebies for everyone to help support them on their fitness journey, you know, um, in the form of Mm -hmm. nutrition support, um, fitness support, and just general lifestyle support. Um, These are just freebies. I want people to Mm -hmm. be set up for success. So there's stuff out there, um, resources out there that I will be offering to folks. And then of course, if you want to take it a, a level deeper, you'll be able to see what we've got uh, on the website. And again, always email me. I'm here to support people. We get through it together. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I really have appreciated this insight. I've got a couple of pages <laughs> of notes, which is a good thing. <laughs> and um, I'm really mm-hmm. glad that we were able to connect. So I want to thank you again. Thank you so much, Michelle. I really have enjoyed being a guest here. I'm truly, I'm honored. Thank you so much. Indeed, we will. We'll talk soon, okay? Thanks again. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode. I really enjoy providing content that inspires and challenges us to be a better version of ourselves. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, please email me at info at lachelleadkins.com. You can also reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, or my YouTube channel. If there was something in this episode that resonated with you, it, it probably will resonate with someone else. So please share it. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. But those aha moments, those moments of really getting something and changing your perspective are very, very pivotal in having people um, change the trajectory of their lives. And so being able to share insightful information so that other people can grow is the easiest thing that we can do as we pay it forward. So again, I want to thank you all for listening. And if you have time, Write out a review. Go to iTunes, Anchor, uh, wherever you can um, find this podcast on any of those platforms and write a review about um, what impact this episode uh, had on you, what you learned or whatever. Um, Any feedback is great because it just helps me to understand what content is really beneficial for those that are listening. So again, I want to thank you all for your support and taking the time to spend some time with me and my guests. And I wish you a wonderful day. Thanks for listening.